Hello and welcome to a pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan and I'll be your storyteller and editor for this episode. This game you're listening to is a collaborative effort between us here at a pair of Dice Lost, the group sponsored by Nobody, and Holden Shearer. You can find the At The Table full session experience at sponsoredbynobody.podbean.com and the newest version of Exalted vs. World of Darkness can be found at holdenshearer.wordpress.com. Links as always will be in the show notes. On this episode, the Atrocity makes their way through Hell and questions themselves and End of Sadness as they see what they've been working on. This is Exalted vs. World of Darkness, City of the Bull God, Season 2, Episode 46, The Hell of Other People. Brendan, as the storyteller. Peter as Seragio Star, the Celestial Sensor, a Solar Twilight. Devin as End of Sadness of the Infernal Exalted. Holden as Layla Church of the Infernal Exalted. And Sam as Rowan of the Gatimians. Uh, eventually, a speaker built into the wall will start talking to you guys with End of Sadness voice. Um, can you guys see? It's dim. Are you in like a Are you in like a room that looks like like a like a big like like a big metal room? I've never done this before, by the way. This is the first time I've come here. That's very reassuring. We're not outside with trees. Okay, I can't well. tell you more than that. All right, all right, all right, all right. Give me, give me a second. Give me a second here. And then lights will come on and you guys will start moving. Like, the elevator will start going down. <laughs> uh, I just imagine, like, the moment in Bre- Outer Wilds where you play the DLC and the first time you get down the raft and it just, like, drops you. Right? That was a good <laughs> shock. That was a good surprise. Yeah. You know, when we're around them... And uh, they're really, you know, they're kind of getting up and going. They're doing their their little mind, their telekinesis thing. And uh, the emerald shining and all that. And there's that feel in the air, you know, like um, like, bra- like hot brass and ozone. She's talking about the feel of their be- being around in the sadness when they're spending essence like a mad bastard. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. What about it? Just reaches out and touches the nearest wall. It's like, ah, a, there's a vibe like that. Yeah, it'd be all around this place. I think I did Geiger counter. Yeah, I'm concerned about being here, um, honestly. I assume <laughs> that. So, oh, there's background radiation for sure. Oh, oh. for real? Yeah. No, I was gonna say. I assume that uh, given. And the sadness's background and everything else, uh, that that thing was uh, going nuts. Yeah. But if you say it's not, then it's not. It's not like the murder type. Like, it's not like the type where it's like, oh, we're already dead. We're walking ghosts. But like, there's background uh-huh. radiation and it gets much higher the closer you get to the walls of the metal cage. That's about done. Uh, okay. It eventually stops and the walls and the ceiling start like shifting into the floor and like, you know, like this thing's unpacking itself into a, into a, into a structure around it. Like the, the elevator's opening up into a box basically and becoming part of its surroundings. Uh, so where you are is in a perfectly black void with no ceiling, no walls, no floor um, on top of, you know how buildings look when they're being built where they're nothing but scaffold and skeleton and there's nothing interstitial connecting together. And you can see like the trunks of cabling and like infrastructure Yes, you're, it's horrifying. 
Yeah, you're in a superstructure like that that looks kind of like a like a star or a snowflake, like 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 a pointy multi-sided star basically with like beams and arms going out everywhere. Uh, that's just made of scaffolding and it goes on into the darkness and it's pretty hard to see around you until all the lights start kicking on, which starts happening as soon as the elevator hits like lights and floodlights too, like ones that would be pointing into the void to help give illumination. Like you're in a submarine or at the bottom of the ocean. Maybe. And every single one of these arms or spires, like they're not, this place doesn't look done either. It looks like it's in construction. There's machines everywhere, big industrial, like, Robotic looking like rat things, just awesome. building this place, assembling it, spreading it, continuing to run cabling with their tails, like acting as work tools and stuff as they hold on to it with their hands. Uh, and all of these spires have things attached to them that kind of look like spinal columns, but they're big mechanical ones that have like vertebrae that are clearly distinct pods. That's what the the, the pods here look like. They, they kind of look like a vertebrae stacked on each other that run through and around and all over the, the superstructure of this place. It's a lot like the Matrix people farms, except a little more diesel-y. Um, just, you know how there's like, a, there's like a ceiling? No ceiling. It's more like a ball. Like a ball with these spires coming out of it into a void. So where you are is one of the livable parts, because this place doesn't have habitable parts outside of very specific areas, because why would they ever need them? Um, so there's a glass dome over top where the elevator opens up, lights start coming up, there's, um, well, looks like port systems, like, 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 uh, bathysphere or aqueducts all around its sides, ringed in brass, where, to give you a bit of a spoiler, that's where the pods would come in and out when people are loaded in through this welcome area. There are screens, they all have the Despair 7 logo on them and are just burning silently, and uh, endostatins is nowhere to be found, but they're talking to you over speakers from around this place. All right, guys, this is it. Here you are. You're on the promenade. So I have a question for you, Devin, before that uh, we continue. Yeah. What's the timeline for these people getting... Uh, get, get, yeah, getting raptured. What do you mean? Well, is your circle going to witness uh, your entire cult getting raptured? Probably at some point, yeah. Okay. Let me know when, and then we can start uh, describing, I guess, in tandem, uh, these people getting loaded up into their matrix pods. But, you know, here you are, guys. This is it. This is hell. You're groaning and straining of metal in the distance like you would if you were in a submarine. Yeah, this is this is hell. Oh, I don't know what I was expecting. This is, this is horrific. I, yeah, I'm not um, sure that this is actually finished. The, I have access to numbers in here, but they're not like, they're not like, you know, numbers come in like tens and stuff. These numbers don't come in like that, but they're, they're telling me that once the cavity is filled, the superstructure will be completed. The, the cavity. cavity. Well, this, 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 like, oh, you can't see my arms gesturing. Jesus, where the hell are you guys? All right. You see Wait. the space we're in? Actually, uh, Devin, real quick. I have a question for you. Sure. Would you say that the architecture of this place is more machine built or artistic? Machine built. It's extremely autochthonian, and autochthonian was very cool. Vulgar, um. So, question for the architect in the group. <laughs> yes. Does that hit your intimacy of pursuit of art? Huh. 
Is it utilitarian or is it more Baroque? I think it's a little bit of both with Autocathonia. I just wanted to see. I just wanted to see if Rome was getting limit from literally coming in here, considering <laughs> this is kind of an architectural nightmare to him. It has function. It's not built like this just to make people crazy. It's built like this for a reason. Well, no, that's the whole thing. Is that if things are just built just for no reason other than function, that makes him crazy. <laughs> He wants the artistic side of architecture. He doesn't want yes. just function. Yes. So I think that technically that goes against your intimacy of pursuit I, of art. You know, I think it, let's have, make it fun. And yes, that means yeah. seven limits. Oh, God. Oh God. Here we go. <laughs> choo, choo. Choo, choo. Anyway, I, I can't, you can't see me gesturing, but I'm gesturing. But you see the space we occupy? Like, we're occupying a space, right? Like, don't go outside the dome. That space is not... It's not a good space to be in. But we occupy it. And eventually, this structure will convert the emptiness into not empty. Okay. Uh, so how far exactly from finished is this? You know, I'm not too sure, to be honest. Uh, as far as I can tell, this could take... It's you See, okay, I... It's not like... It's not like it's it's... It's going to be finished oh, by like a completion date. It's more like when I'm full, like when it's full, you know, like I'm building out this size right now to, to have people in it. And I can actually fit a lot of people in here right now. So I don't really have to worry about expansion. But when I start to run out, well, then we'll keep expanding out and out. So when I run out of space to occupy, well, that's the maximum amount of people I can have. No, I meant more like where are the walls and the floors and shit. This is all like unfinished skyscraper, but like hellscraper. Yeah, this is it. This makes sense, but this is it, Layla. Like, look around you. You're you're in it. This is but just what. Uh... Jump over the fucking cables and bash their brains out the way you get it set up here. Yeah, they absolutely will. Do not leave the the promenade. The promenade is your safe zone. If you see a promenade, that's a safe zone. I, I put markings on them here and there. Don't uh, don't go out unless you have some sort of protection. It's not safe. Uh, no, no, but how, uh, um, real quick, how, um, uh, if I could just butt in here for a moment, how, um, how freaked out are all of you that, uh, End of Sadness, like, has no corporeal body and is just kind of talking to you guys from everywhere? Honestly, that's the least weird thing that's going on right now. I'll be real okay. frank with you. Okay. Oh, no. you but also, this. you're the architect nerd in the group, and you're like, oh no, why are they doing this? <laughs> right, sorry, <laughs> Pete, I was talking over you. I mean, you know, they have that charm to, you know, talk from every speaker. It's like, okay, it's amplifying that. He does which like, isn't the usual, so. Okay. I just wanted to, I just wanted to check in because, like, from me as a game master, I'm like, Ooh, this is a little weird to, like, think about that his voices or their voices just coming from everywhere. Yeah, it's not just speakers. It's like it's being carried over on sound waves from other parts of the place. No, but Layla, they, they get loaded in directly into their unit, you know, when they cross over, in which case they just get onboarded immediately. Or if they come in through the door, you know, sometimes I'll bring people in through the door. Like, well, I brought you guys in through the door. They just, they just get loaded into here through orientation. Okay, but have you met your own pulse? Some of them are morons. They're going to trip over themselves, and they're going to fall forever, and they're going to land on a thing that looks like a weather vane and uh, no, no, they, the they, TV aerial, and they're going to die? No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Once they're here, they're not going outside the prom. You can't get outside of this dome easily. You have to go into the pod. 
or you get loaded into the pod directly. There is no leaving the pod. The pod. Like, ah, damn it, you can't see me. Where the hell are... Oh, that's for you guys. Oh. Oh. I see what happened. Okay, I understand why I'm not with you guys now. Which means I can... All the screens with Despair 7 turn off. And they turn back on to just static. Didn't realize this place came with a mute button for Despair 7. Nice. All right. Perfect. I'm back in the game. Does this place uh, remind anyone else of Jurassic Park when they were trying to get the electricity back on right before the raptors killed everyone? the comparison I would go for. He just sort of booth himself. <laughs> no, I, Despair 7. I, I put them somewhere else. I put them away. I, I didn't want to deal with them right now. They were talking to me. But I can just do that up here. It's easier. They're not in my head. All right. Uh, do I need to show you how this works, Layla, with the pods? If they're not in your head, where are they? Uh, I put them down in processing to handle the onboarding of people, so they'll just be managing that in the background. Then go do some grunt work. Fuck. Uh, do something for I, a change I, other than talk to I you. assume that, as you mentioned, the onboarding of people, that uh, multiple machines are beginning to move as that people are being onboarded. Yeah, I'll bring a batch in. Like, you're not going to see them coming through the pagoda, though, because that's how you guys come in through the door in the elevator. Like, there are just pods where there's a flash of light, and now they're being brought, like, close as you see someone in a pod being hooked up into the machinery and going to sleep. It looks uh, like a spinal column that's kind of see-through in one area and full of red goo. Do you have any, uh, things that show what they what the, the people in the hell see? Yeah, we got or that. experience, I should say. Yeah, we got that. You know, I haven't got there yet. Okay, I, I just wanted to... All right, Layla, look, look see this, this vertebrae-looking thing? That's a pod. They go in the pod. Look, they're being hooked up to the pod now, right? They're going to go to sleep pretty soon. And I edit out these short-term memories with some chemicals so they don't remember the pod onboarding. It's pretty traumatic. Because, uh, like, you know, you're in a confined space, obviously, not because it's actually much more worse than... Like, I'm just saying, they go into the pod. Step one, pod. And person gets loaded in, and then they get put into one of those spinal columns in those little arm towers, and they're just plugged in. And they're plugged in? Look at that. They're not They're not wandering anywhere, Layla. They're not going anywhere. There's no tripping. Fuck in the fuck. So they're just going to be restrained for eternity? No, they're they're just there's, muscle ex- there's muscle exercising. They're, they are pretty compact. Like, it's why you're on your side, you know? I didn't want you standing up. That always didn't make sense to me why they were standing up. No, you just stack. I, I, Rowan, I needed to be able to stack a lot of people in here. I didn't have a lot of space. Okay. Rowan just looks down to infinity. Like what? Okay. What if I had like a billion people in here, right? How would I know I've had enough space? So I, I got to stack the pods. Plus the animals too. Like, God, I have so many animals in here. There are a lot of animal sanctuaries in London. A lot of them. Oh, and oh all right yeah and that person's in i can see them right now i can see them they're hanging out they're woozy they're wearing the default clothes and they're at a beach now look at that done easy peasy see Uh, you can't see it do you guys want to see i can show you you don't have to go into a pod though i know you're going to immediately freak out about that just going to show it us in the monitors no, there's a there's a kiosk here in the pagoda where there's like gloves and like a like a little headset. It looks a little bit like the space jockey chair if it was a little more Apple store e. Just sit in the space jockey chair and it'll, it'll put you into the VR. Lila is just trying to make eye contact with Rigel at this point. Yes. Layla. Should we leave? <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I'm uh, kind of see how this whole thing ends, I guess. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see how far this rabbit hole goes. All right, go go to the chairs. She twists she twists the lid off of a Carlsberg and just starts drinking as she heads over toward the chair. You just throw Not it over the edge, Layla. Bad idea. I, you just throw it over the edge, Layla. I, I got garbage pickup here. Don't worry about that. We got recycling. Oh, God, there's not that ring in hell. <laughs> I mean, what would be the point? Well, if you guys want to sit down in the cool, funky chairs, it brings you into a virtual reality. That's just like it's it's just it's just a virtual reality. Like I I could gussy it up and give you a bunch of words and verbs for it. It's a virtual reality. It doesn't feel as great for you guys because you don't aren't actually like jacked into it, so you don't get the full sensory experience. But um, this hell has advanced technology, so those chairs are really advanced virtual reality. Like it'll get you as close as you need to get. I'm weighing how much uh, how much goodwill end of sadness has done, which is a lot. Yeah. Versus, uh, this is hell. And he's trying to get me to get Jack into a VR. In Look, there's no jacking here. I, I can I can sense... Oh, yeah, wow. Oh, I have monitors. Cool. <laughs> I can sense the trepidation. All right, there's no jacking. Don't have to worry about jacking. You guys are giving off a lot of fear pheromones around jacking. Don't worry about that part. It's not going to happen. You're, you're not invited into the hell, okay? You could if you wanted, but I didn't invite you into the hell. I invited you to come over to hang out, not live here. <laughs> Well, at the very least, if someone ever tells us to go to hell, we say that we've already been there, and we can arrange for them to come. Yeah, if okay. you take the chair, it's a virtual reality. End of sadness is in there. So are, like, I don't know, 20 cultists, and a lot of dogs and cats and birds and rats. A lot of rats are in here. A lot of them. They all get their own little paradise. Ah. Okay, that's Jack in to Jack off. Yeah. <laughs> if you show up, it sounds like, hey... You, you made it. I know you're wearing goggles and stuff. You can see me, right? Yeah, slowly sits down in the chair and puts the fucking goggles on. Alright, yeah, I guess so. Alright, let's go in. Alright, you guys are in a um, a cabin in the mountains that's very cozily decorated. Like a lot of flannel blankets and fireplaces everywhere. That's okay. actually quite nice. Yeah, this is, this, is, this, is, this is where I hang out. This is where I sleep. Oh my god. Have you guys tried sleeping? Amazing. Yes, it's done every day. Oh my god. I haven't had a, I had a bit of a nap while you guys were putting the goddamn goggles on. It was great. So, what do you think? Look, it's hell. You don't have access to all the features. Like, there's a menu to drip feed yourself morphine. You don't get that because there's nothing actually plugged into you. Where are the other people and what's outside of this cabin? Um. Alright, well, we'll just open the door and show you. It's a mountain. It's like, this is just the place I like that's peaceful and restful. So there's still it's... a booming voice through your feet remotely, or are you actually. No, it's there? the center status right there in the virtual okay. reality with you. Okay. So is this like a one to one recreation of the Earth, or what is this? Um, okay. So, you know, when you're sleeping and you're very comfortable and you don't want the dream to end, and then you remember that you're dreaming, so you start to wake up, but sometimes you don't, you just fall right back asleep and you forget to remember to forget. So oh, this place, this place kicks that in kind of all the time to people. So where the people are is real random. They're either like going down their favorite mall or going to a movie to watch a movie, or they're like on a beach somewhere and then they'll forget that they're on the beach and they'll just kind of slip into the dream state and they'll end up somewhere else. It's very cozy. It's very flow like water. 
I, I originally thought I was going to build like a one for one recreation and make it like, like your own animal crossing Island, the matrix virtual reality. But you know what, Layla, that seemed like a lot of work. It also seemed like people would complain about it a lot. So I just cut <laughs> out the middleman and I made sure everyone else generates their own, you know, afterlife around them. And other people kind of just join in and stuff like, uh, like, uh, like chat rooms. You just spin them up, spin them down. Don't matter. Oh, so everyone here is basically just in a semi-conscious daze, high off their heads on morphine. Other stuff too, but yeah, pretty much. You know, you want to hang out with your family members? Go hang out with them. You want to be alone? Be alone. You want to hang out with your loved one? Go hang out with your loved one. You know, you want to get married again? Do it again. Revisit your wedding. Revisit any memory you want. It's all good. There's been so many total whiplashes. It is baffling my mind. Right? Pretty good afterlife, right? I fucking delivered on that promise of an afterlife to that cult. Layla closes your eyes and thinks really hard about the roof of the Tower of One. Okay, so an afterlife where you lose a dream for eternity. Uh, could be worse. Okay, guys, 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 guys. I modeled it after, like, heaven, right? Like, this is basically heaven. Like, I basically no, did it all. Basically, the thing that they tried to escape real hard from in the Matrix. You've seen the Matrix, <laughs> right? Oh, okay. Well, no, no, no. We're not. We're not doing the. Oh, this is the Matrix. It's bad. Okay. First of all, the machines were okay, pissed so at you humanity. You have seen the Matrix. First of all, the machines were pissed at humanity because humans were terrible in that franchise. I saw the Animatrix, and that is canon. The Wachowski said so. So is the MMO, but only the part where Morpheus dies. Layla. Two. I'm a machine that actually likes people. So, like, how is that a bad thing? Well, first of all, I've seen Brexit, and so I pe actual people are a lot a lot shittier than the ones in the Matrix. And second of all, I'm not sure that you understand what people are. I mean, like, because I, I'm not because I don't believe that just be, just just drifting on the edge of waking up is my idea of uh, a really spiff afterlife, so much as kind of like a sleep paralysis nightmare that never ends. Well, you can be a little more woken up if you want to, and if you want to go outside, you can like ask me to go outside. Oh, and take in all the nothing and uh, the giant and the giant vertical drops on the spikes. No, 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 no. Like you got to stay in here for a bit because like being in the pod converts you to like, you know how my worshippers look, Layla. You know they 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 become like machine people over time and stuff. The pods do that kind of the the background radiation of this place focuses into the pods kind of just does that naturally. So after about five years, I can kind of clean off most of the worst damage of that. It's hell stuff I'm working with, guys. I don't I don't have you know really accurate tools here, but I can cleave off most of the garbage after about five years in the pod. And then if you want to go topside back to the world where like sex and violence happens, just go topside. Right. Sex doesn't happen here. I mean like, okay, again, I base this off like heaven, heaven. So like, I don't know, Rowan, if you went to like heaven, like you died, you went to heaven, your grandma's there, your family's there, your childhood friends are there. People from church are there. How often did you think you were going to be fucking? I don't think anybody from the church my folks, my, uh, my folks attended would make it into an actual heaven worthy of the name. Right. But also, like, you know, there's a giant triangle with an eye in the middle with wings that's God looking at you while you have sex. Did you think that was going to happen? No. Plus, it introduces complications and dramas. I just, I just, I just cut that part, you know? Most people are too loosey-goosey to really even focus on it all that much. You cut that part. Okay. 
I had to cut parts. Uh, violence. Like, okay. I know a lot of people like hunting, but you can't, like, hunt shit for sport here. Not even from VR. No, that'd be a terrible. Like, okay, it starts with hunting pe- with animals, then it starts with hunting people, and then you're hunting people that look like people in the VR because you're like some sort of crazy. But no, no, uh, complicated, complicated. I cut it. If you so, want to do violence, go to Earth and like kill a bunch of Pinkertons, you know, with your machine gun hand. So it's an afterlife where you get to walk up and down the mall until you want to die. There's no death. No, you, you, you can play sports, you can you can play your favorite. Like, I have all of human knowledge and history here, so, like, there's literature and poetry and, and books and video games. And you're like, oh, video games, those are fine. Well, yeah, well, they're video games, duh. Like, obviously, so, if you want to load up a PlayStation, sure, but you, you can't just Grand Theft Auto through the afterlife. That's No, no afterlife would have allowed that. So, so I have, uh, real quick, if you all don't mind me butting in here, uh, this is a fantastic conversation, but I have a... I have a legitimate and weirdly system-related uh, question. Sure. Oh, boy. <laughs> you have a bunch of people here, uh, at least three of them, who are kind of uh, horrified by what the, your concept of the afterlife is here and the sadness in some respect or another. Mm-hmm. Well, at least two of them, from what I've heard, seem pretty horrified. I'm a little on the fence about where that uh, Rigel stands. But my question is uh, specifically to Holden, the person who has written uh, all of these charms and everything is what happens when you have people who don't believe in the hell brought into the hell? They have a very bad day because the hell is real. <laughs> yeah, this, 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 ain't, this ain't consensus reality. You know that picture where it's like the myth of consensual sex? I consent, I consent, and then Jesus goes, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we are. I wanted to make sure that this wasn't one of those things where that uh, because you suddenly had these big personalities that have been an influence on the end of sadness that are away with church. Uh, Rowan and Rigel Star uh, suddenly going, whoa, what the fuck is this? This isn't a cool thing. Oh, no, thing. to damage the hell, I need to be hitting it with Green Sun Nimbus Flare. Right? Okay, I didn't realize you needed to be actually rolling dice to deal damage. I, I was under the impression that uh, you could just deal damage by uh, questioning its validity as a uh, as an afterlife. Oh, no, this is a spirit realm. This is like ending up in the underworld in Ray. The underworld doesn't give a shit what you think about. The underworld's uh, coming for you. Coming for you. It's hell. The intrinsic nature of hell is deal with it, bitch. That's good because right about then, Layla is like has an arm around him, sends her shoulders, is like trying to patiently explain. So, let's say that we decide to have a rousing fucking game of basketball. Yeah. And we get all worked up and sweaty, and we bring a bunch of like little cultist friends, and everybody gets all worked up and sweaty on the court. Yeah. Do you know what athletes do after getting their endorphins jacked through the fucking roof like that? Uh, they I... go back to the hotel and they fuck like wildebeests. <laughs> yeah, but like, again, like, like this isn't like a me thing entirely. Like, like Layla, you like, a- like actual the, heaven, the universe of eternal blue balls. No, because it doesn't even come into it. Those hormones, uh, you could you could just you could just tune them down if they're bothering you. It happens automatically, autosomatically. What if people don't want it to bother them? Well, then why did they choose me as their god in my afterlife? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, 
In because fairness, the average you mind has difficulty processing the depth of your damage, my friend. What? It, this isn't damage. I. It's heaven. You get to spend eternity pursuing any interest you want with the people you love with no other shoe. And if you got, like, really into sex and violence like the Muppets did that one time in that one movie they did, you could just go to Earth where it's nothing but sex and violence. <laughs> if you want that stuff, you just go topside where it's all that all day every day. Did you install a complaints department? Uh, well, okay, so you know what, you know, I can, I, I can grant people, I, I did think of this, you know, I, I thought, what if, what if people sure weren't happy? One. Well, if people got here and they weren't happy, I grant people wishes, and wishes that I grant fundamentally alter the nature of someone in a positive way that they're looking for. If someone wants to be stronger, faster, smarter, or if, say, they, they want their leg back, I, I can knock off imperfections, quote-unquote, that people perceive in themselves. So if people are really upset about this after committing to it, and after I gave them the pitch, and I was so clear about this, I can just wish away the flaw they have of being ingrateful. They're, no, they're going to wish for a working dick. No, people aren't. Like The beta test has been going really well. It's the biggest And like 10, 15 people that were like terminal or in comas. They're living it up. Here, I'll bring up a screen like in the middle of the space because we're all in the VR. It's like, look, there's, you know, number five. Number five is currently in an arcade they remember from their childhood playing through Street Fighter, actually spending quarters on it and like is totally into it. They've been doing that for 57 hours. Nobody plays Street Fighter for 57 hours unless they are out of their fucking mind. No, he's getting really good with Sagat. Wait, what What if you had a book you wanted to write? You could write your book here and never get tired. And if you were feeling kind of out of it, you could just kind of stop paying attention and just float away. Maybe 20 days later, you come back and you're like, oh yeah, I was writing a book. And you have all this extra juice. How vivid those people what? Is this actually a vivid dream thing where you can't just slip out of reality and lose like, you know, a week? Yeah, you know, if you want, if you dial the settings up, there's granular settings for people and they'll eventually learn what you like. They won't completely go on autopilot. There's there's an element of control there, but like you can just set it to auto feed. So whenever you're at your happiest, it'll kind of walk you in there. Some people are going to be a lot more lucid. Some people, they're going to treat this like a beautiful dream they never leave. Or they're constantly shuffling through sleepover after sleepover in a Snuggie. A nice, what's the term? Flannel, a nice flannel Snuggie. A nice, flannel, medically-induced coma. What in the fuck? It's everything heaven has. It has uh, it has people who all were, you know, like, they had the same background, you know, because heaven has people who are quote-unquote good that get into heaven. So all these people had shit in common, and they're all here, so there's a bunch of people in common in heaven. Uh, Did you ever take any uni courses? Any take what? Did you ever take any courses at uni? My, my education was un burdened by in-person teachers. I was kind of a, a remote learner. Raised by wolves? Okay. Have you no, ever it's just, it's just when you're in a remote area. With a philosophy major or seen one in the wild? I'm going to say yes, but I feel like I don't have the answer you're looking for when I say yes. Because I, I, you know, I've been on university campuses. I've had to rob places. A first-year student could tell you that there is no single workable vision of heaven on the basic traditional Judeo-Christian model? Well, that sucks because that's the popular one. Yeah, and no one would actually be happy with it. But I got 
got like a couple people that are happy right now. I got a couple hundred people coming in that are pretty happy with it. I pitched it to them. I'm like, hey, this is what heaven's going to look like. It's going to be like the Matrix, but instead of the machines like hating you because of the shit you did wrong, because they were in the right in that movie, the machines are like a concierge. Okay, well, it seems that, you know, End of Sadness here made a Nozix pleasure machine and so on. Like a, like a lotus eating machine, right? Eat lotus petals and you sleep. That's that's what the hero gets in the end of the story. Yeah, it's... No, that's the island he gets fucking trapped on and has to escape from. I didn't see that part of the anime. Layla's just facepalming at this point, and I think she's, like, handing it off to one of the others. I just, like, you're coming at me with problems and not solutions. And, like, I gotta say, the other alternatives suck. All right. You either go to hell and be tortured forever, or I think uh, the ghosts I talk to say you become a ghost and you never get to feel or love or like interact with shit anymore. Or you go to fucking uh, the other heaven, the actual heaven with the G man, the, the, the Jeebus guy on the cross where it's everything like this one, except you definitely aren't allowed to like do any of the cool stuff. And you're definitely not allowed to worship other gods. Like, I'm not, I didn't build, like, a cage for my worshippers to live in and worship me. I, I just, I just, I have you a You literally built a little cage to worship them yeah. and worship you. It's a no. six by six box. No, there, I, there, I built. Pretty, there's a pretty noticeable cage that I think that the architect has gained limit from. So <laughs> yeah. I think your argument is a little invalid here, bud. I didn't build a cage to stuff people in. All I oh, did me, that's was... A I just reached the true end stage of my growth. I wasn't a cult leader. I wasn't a demigod. I wasn't a destroyer of worlds or a herald of the apocalypse. Guys, I was just a house. And now I'm here. Everywhere. And then these people will filter on in and I'm just going to take care of them. Just like I promised. And other people will filter in. And I'll help them out. And if they want to go topside and help their relatives out or like help their countrymen out, you just let him back up topside to make things better up there. You're not seeing the full scope of this, all right? Once once I get communication a little more broad and I can start picking up prayers outside of London, I could filter anyone into here, you know? And once I can filter people into here, it means they can't be kept caged up anywhere. This place is an end to prison. This place is always what I told you guys it would be. It's an end to sadness. No more this prison. Place. No more cages. No more, oh, that person's going to be locked away forever because they just have to make a call to me and they're gone and they're here. And maybe five, ten years later, they come back with a machine gun arm and a bunch of other people pissed off about that. This, Layla, it's the answer to all it's of that nonsense topside in your broken, destroyed apocalypse world. This place it's is a prison to end all prisons. <laughs> no, no, it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, like, I know, I know. But it's like, no, come on, guys. It's it's so peaceful. Like, you're saying you wouldn't want to play, learn to play chess super well in a place where there's no rent, no bills, no hunger, no pain, no disease. Peaceful, restful island. Yeah, peaceful, restful island. I, I like. Look, I don't, I, I don't know what your kingdom's gonna look like, Layla. I, I have a pretty good idea what it might look like. Like, I, I got, I got a bit of an idea. I got, I got a hunch. I got a hunch, Layla. I got a hunch. We all got a hunch, right? We got a hunch what your hell's gonna look like, what your kingdom, what you're gonna rule over, is gonna look like, right? But like, that's a lot of what other hells look like. This hell's different. It's its own thing. It's, it's, it's not here to punish people. It's just here 
to take care of people. There are worse hells out there. I'm going to put that in the cult pamphlet next time we do a print. There are worse hells out there. And it's going to be a picture of like a when? Walmart with staff members inside of it. There are worse hells out there. It's going to be the when old When does the rest of the circle pull their ripcord and get the fuck out of here? I, I think we're about at that point. I, I think I need to get out of here. You guys, you guys want to leave? I can, I can sense, you know, scanners. I, I can pick up the 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 bailout put, pheromones. Whoa, whoa, don't sca- don't scanners, Rowan. That's rude. His head will explode. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't not scan you guys. You're 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 inside of me, okay? Like I, I, I it's like oh, 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 that's oh, the only oh. person who's going to be inside of anyone else in this fucking place. Uh, Jesus Christ! Oh no! So first, give me your heart, and now I'm inside of you. Well, oh. enjoy the privilege, Rigel. You're the only one here who ever experienced it. I, I feel like you guys are real hung up on the sex thing. Like, like real hung up on it, all right? I, I just want to say, it doesn't dominate you're, everyone's life. Uh, boy, you're going to be in for a surprise. <sighs> have you seen the fucking internet? I mean, like, we have a clone of it down here. I, I'm pulling parts out of it that are just the worst, obviously. That's but, a like, problem. We got a clone of it. Well, they're just leaving all cats. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm cutting around like some sites. There's a site called Rotten.com. We're cutting right. We're throwing all that out. I'm not keeping any of that. That's we're good. We're good. Pornhub? No way. I, I mean, like, be in here. I mean, o- only if the actors involved. If I can confirm that they are actually okay with being in the video. Otherwise, yeah, a lot of that's got to go. A lot of a lot of things have to go. But like, but, uh, yeah, it's the human internet. The only a cup around here is all cats are beautiful. There you go. Right. See. Uh, I, I can feel like you guys want to leave, and that's fine. I, I can get the doorman for you and stuff, but like, I'm just, I, I, you got to give it a chance, all right? Like, do you want to work at Walmart your entire fucking life till you're seventy, and then like die in fucking poverty? No, you come down here in your twenties and live it up with all your friends, with all of your celibate G-rated friends. Do you bleep out the cuss words too? Can I say what? fuck? Yeah, no, Hello, fuck. Yeah, you can you can do. I, I did Nintendo of America. I did Animal Crossing the place. I was gonna, and that, that I, I had a better idea with the Dream State thing. You know the. Oh, you were going thing. to? Okay. Well, I thought oh. it would be a little more easier to handle, right? Because you know, you know, also by the way, you know, this is my place too. Yeah, you know, I get to have a share of the enjoyment of this place. Is that what you're into? Is it like uh, the, the the edging people for eternity? Is that your thing? <laughs> just just hanging out, just just being in a place, just enjoying a nap. A nice, warm, by the fire naps, food. I mean, what if John, you'd gotten John Carradine in your cult? He can't even have himself a decent strangle wank down here where, he can't, where the man can't die from it. It's mm-hmm. damn inconsiderate. I don't know. How do you know about Kung Fu and Kung Fu The Legend Returns, but you don't know about Robocop, Layla? Wait a minute. Hold on. Fucking Layla Church. Oh, End of Sadness, your references are making... End of Sadness' voice is getting gradually quieter as they rant on and on, as, like, you guys are being slowly logged out. End <laughs> uh, of Sadness is, you know, having, a, having his own, like, happy hormones applied, so he just calm fuck down and just... Talk you, guys talk out. <laughs> you guys get logged out. You guys get logged out. The legend continues. It's the guy from Kill Bill. You, surely you've seen that. Yeah, he's gone. They're gone. Uh, you guys are back in the promenade dome... You know the, the the entry area and the floors opening up and an elevator's coming up. Uh, oh, oh, it's I mean, uh, I guess... it's occupied. Oh, 
there's a 15 foot tall machine man made of rotting metal and green energy sitting in a throne plugged into it. Uh, um, you know, I've got my own way out of here if we need. <laughs> Is that you? No, Layla Church. It's not the conduit. I figured we should talk very briefly before you leave. Oh, you're Despair 7. No. Oh. Rot Rowan. No. No, I turned oh, Despair 7 off. They've served their purpose so far. So, there were hints and very clear messages and signs and portents and the conduit literally telling you that this was coming and you came anyway, which means despite the obvious warning signs, and I'm going to be very gentle and say fear that would be involved in this decision. This leads us to one obvious conclusion. You are here because you have questions. So I can answer some of those. This is what he, this is what they really look like. This is what woke up in them on the day that it happened. That's what it's going to look like when they stand at the end of the world. The thing I do, you know, with the sword arms and the four legs and all that. Mm. That's their version of it. There it is. The Citrine Knight? Is that the title? So, now there's just us, no lawyers. What do you people want with my conduit? And what do you people want with my kingdom? Uh, I, well, first of all, an end of the bullshit, it's conduits, kingdoms, end of sadness. All the fucking dreams and armor you've built up around yourself. Somewhere along the line where you came here, you've made a mess of your damn life. Yep, that's about the, that's about an accurate summation. There are problems, though, hitches along the way that make this harder to detangle. When I talk about the conduit, I talk about the thing you talk to topside, which is a person, which is like you, which is an independent thing that's in control of all of this. You can think of me, if you want, as a part of their them, as a part of their subconscious, or as an alien presence. It all amounts to about the same thing at the end of it. But when I talk about the conduit, I just talk about that person and how the powers changed them. And the power is the best word they have for it, so that's the word I have for it. I don't have explanations for the nuanced things about how this all works. I only have what I have. So, I can answer questions. I can't tell you what you are or what this all means. I don't have that. I'm well aware. A very long time ago. Introductions to start with. I am the Viator. This is my kingdom. It's called Null Space. That name doesn't belong to me. That word doesn't belong to me. It's something that was fished out of the power. Oh, I meant your actual name. Oh, yeah. I don't have that. From a statement of philosophy, or is that off limits to you? I don't have it. I just don't. I could think. I could look. I could prod. I don't have access to that. The condo and I don't ex- aren't active at the same times, so I lose access to that kind of uh, information or those very closely guarded parts of themselves they build armor around, as you so put it. She turns the other two members of the circle. Are, are y'all follow? Are y'all following this? Okay, vaguely. 
My friend has built something up like associative uh, associative identity disorder, or um, some fucking Bruce Banner Incredible Hulk version of it. A little bit. Okay. They're not always wrong, though. You doubt them a lot more than you probably should about some of the things they talk about. They don't really have time for doubt or reflection about things a lot. This is complicated. Yes, it is. And the stakes couldn't be higher. It's... You said it. It's it's the world, isn't it? Who stands at the the end of the world? Yeah, it's coming and this weird fucked up EG-13 little lifeboat that they've built, maybe it'll help some people. Maybe it'll... God, it's a mess. But it doesn't fucking matter in the end. And I never really knew how to tell them that. Matters to the people they save. Doesn't matter to me. I'm not really interested in the byproduct of what this place gets filled with. I'm interested in this place. The, the people that are coming here, they don't matter that much. They'll get what they're getting. They're getting their afterlife exactly as the conduit described it, for better or for worse. This place isn't for that. This is a very... You know how children will sketch things on a book with like transparent paper? You know, they'll copy it over? This is something like that. This is sort of a... This place is a weapons platform. It's meant to create tools to wage war. It's been badly copied and badly transcribed and badly shaped into something else, but that core element is still there. That core element of what I am is still there. A weapon. Pods that can make people into... Soldiers. Living persons. Maturation chambers for soldiers. Manufacturing facilities for weapons. Advanced technology for reconnaissance and drones. Material, not material. I don't have access to any of that, unfortunately. I can't make the conduit mass-produce weapons of destruction. I can't make them send an army into your world and start taking our enemies. And I can't have them feed me by force. They have to choose to do it. Same thing with the thing you call Despair 7. It's basically shackled to the conduit. We both are. We're a part of it. We can't make it do things. It runs the show. So... We sit here, in the basement, waiting for that to run out. Eventually, your topside will burn out any sort of Pollyanna-isms. No, I think you're wrong about that. Well, that's why I'm not topside, is it? Lila's walked over the edge of the, uh, what do you call it, promenade? Yeah. He's just staring out into the infinite gantry of steel of steel and wires and racing electricity that's down there. All the empty pods lined up like coffins. Mm-hmm. How does Layla feel looking at all of that? She's remembering when she was at the bottom of the Thames. Fair. Seeing the, the many visions of hell. Seeing the a ruined world and smoke rising up to God's empty throne and all the wretched things crawling up out of the cinders to try and lay a claw on it and claim it. I mean, at the end of the day, 
This is just one person's view of what they think would be perfect. Not everyone else's, not yours, not any, not a benevolent or malevolent deity. This is a person, a fallible person telling you what they think the afterlife should look like. But at the end of the day, just like every other afterlife, there's whether it's hell, whether it's heaven, there's still shackles put on everyone. Even if they don't look like shackles. Even if they don't look like manacles that go across your ankles and stop you from moving in certain ways. They're still there, aren't they? It's not good <laughs> enough. And I mean, that's what makes it hell, right? <laughs> hell isn't shackles. That's nonsense. Vider will say, as you're staring over in thought. Now that's life. Life is a prison. Hell is getting to the point where you could have seen it all gone a different way and realizing that your failure has destroyed that forever. Real hell, Layla, is, our, is living with our failure. What she thinks is, that's revealing. What she says is... They're going to have their hands full with us for a while, but this is a sideshow. It always has been, and it's never really been a way to get them to open up about it, because they've got so much staked on it. The okay. action, the real action's not going to get, the real action's not going to happen in here, and it's what happened, what does. Well, I, oh my god, it's going to be fucking comedy and a tragedy all rolled up into one, but it doesn't fucking matter. We're still just in the wind-up of whatever's coming. They have that wonderful little speech they like to roll out about the about the world having already ended, but the truth is, we're still just playing the opening notes. You misunderstand, Layla. They're not talking about the world. They're talking about their world. And cut. <laughs> and cut. And cut. Yeah. Do you guys feel like that's a good point where that yeah. uh, Rigel... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rowan and Layla just kind of turn their back a little bit on End of Sadness and walk the fuck out back to the real world. Oh, yeah, you, gotta, you guys get an elevator out. It lifts you up, and then you're eventually kicked out of that same door. So, uh... Oh, shit, right, yeah. Uh, as that elevator's going up, guys, um, there's a lot more of those snapping, popping sounds as you leave. And then when you get outside, like, out of the Gamma Cave... When... There's an awful lot of empty elaborate. clothes on the ground. <laughs> A lot, to a lot, elaborate, lot. when that Devin says a lot more of those snapping, popping sounds, he doesn't mean like pop, 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 pop. It is a chorus. It is a symphony that is going off constantly for minutes at a time. Yeah, there's a lot of klaxons and alarms going as it's uh, happening as machinery moves and those big giant rats start repositioning tech. Uh, tech. As the Viator looks on, staring down 15 feet tall. As the Viator of Null Space looks into you all and watches and watches their hell, it is for the briefest of moments one of the most active places in existence. 
across all places of Umbra, Lower Umbra, or Prime Material Plane, or whatever you're going to call whatever the world of darkness is, for the briefest of moments. Maybe a total of five minutes. There are so many pops and movements of machinery as your elevator takes you back to where you came into End of Sadness's personal hell. It is as busy as it will ever be. Yeah. We got it. We got to talk about the clothes for the listeners. We got to talk about the stuff. Oh, we do. Yeah, you're right. We do. We got to get, I know we had a couple good branch off points. We actually have a thing we have to tell the listeners about. So we have to give them the context. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, When you guys leave the gamma cave or like the door in the gamma cave, uh, there's a lot of empty clothes all around where there were worshipers. And if you go and check the news, uh, whoever left, left, uh, Brendan. So how newsworthy is the rapture? The rapture is the by greater London rapture, the greater London. No, I'm sorry. The greater Brit- Britain rapture, because while end of sadness's cult did focus on London, that doesn't mean it didn't spread out to other areas of the United Kingdoms. There are small pockets in Scotland, Wales, and Ireland that do get taken by this. But for the most part, most of it is focused along Britain. People on holiday, people who have taken their families out, people who were ready. Most of the signs are people who are ready to go. There are no sudden crashes of airplanes as the rapture takes the faithful to end of sadness. End of sadness is maybe not the most benevolent God, but he, they, they delivered, they delivered. And, but they also did not want to cause undue suffering to people as I don't know, a plane crash in the greater London area. That would be counterintuitive. Yeah. People who were necessary were given the warning and the proper time to deal with their own personal things. Over the course of about a month, multiple more people continue to disappear and just leave their clothes behind. But during the initial uh, scouring, as people are called to the viator of null space and are brought to their very specific pods and are deposited into this hell, a good 20% of London's population and 5% of outer Britain's population and maybe even 2% of the rest of the United Kingdom's population is completely cold as the hell of end of sadness takes place and people are brought to it. And over time, over the next month, maybe two, but very, but it becomes rarer going forward. People will lay down for the night, 
kiss their family goodbye, and then all that is left is closed. Thank you for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not leave a review or tell a friend about us? It helps get the good word out about the work that we put in. If you had any questions, you could send them to us on Twitter at A Pair of Dice Lost or email us at A Pair of Dice Lost at gmail.com. The theme song for this game is Rulers of Our Lands by Raphael Crux, used under a Creative Commons license. Other music in this episode was done by Kevin McLeod and Alexander Nakarada. I'll put the full list in the show notes. And for making it this far, go ahead and regain a mode of essence. Twelve successes with an excellency. Holy shit. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? Okay, how how Okay. Okay. Um <laughs> wasn't expe- is a problem to be solved. Wasn't oh, expecting you to get that, so give me just a moment. Um <laughs> uh, we already broke up yeah, fifteen minutes in on the dot. It's an accomplishment. What was it? Okay. I shouldn't say I wasn't expecting you to get that. I wasn't expecting you to get that many successes on that is probably more accurate. uh, Definitely not, not a part of the GM forgetting that this was a thing that you gave me. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you crafting system listeners. They, uh, they, they, I'll be the Princess Carolyn's here, Bojack Horseman. I don't know why that's the only reference that came to my mind at that. I mean, it's a good one. I think that's the first time you all that anyone in this podcast has complimented me on on my choice of shows. <laughs> you, have, you have fine picks and shows. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I mean, you listen to our show, so obviously... Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I was like, you're fine. It's, it, you have fine tasting shows. I'm like, yeah, that's true. We haven't. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's acceptable. Fine. It's acceptable. We're good. We're good. Anyway. I miss the days when I could have said, it's like the difference between like a fascist and a pedophile before like we actually... Got enough exposure to real fascists to find out that those two, that the Venn diagram there is like. He's just a circle? Yeah. Yeah. I, like, as a storyteller, I like my villains to be a little bit more three dimensional, and I like the idea that not all, not all technocracy are bad people. I I like to think that the, the ground troops of the technocracy are the people who are trying to actually do the right thing, whereas the people that are higher up in the technocracy are, like, the actual assholes. Mm-hmm. But it's still the guys on the ground who perform the pogrom, which is actually named the pogrom. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we don't talk about that because it's not named that in my canon. <laughs> we talk about what, as much what was, as we talk about the, the jihad. Right, I was like, what, what was that vampire card game? <laughs> what was that yeah. holy war that the vampire vampire the renamed car- vampire the renamed yeah <laughs> uh, yeah mm-hmm. ah at least not source book the g word god <laughs> almighty so yeah. anyway <laughs> so anyway it's weird that they um, need a v5 chechnya that is asterine <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck
Okay. It was a weird um, move. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, if, you guys, if you guys don't want to try and top that on this episode, we could always just stop and then do another episode for the night. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, so. Right? No, 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 no. You don't want medicine over. charms. Not, not with the... Not with the roles that that anyone who runs with who runs with me with medicine charms gets. God, uh, now I need to look up how Werner Herzog sounds. <laughs> wow, questions wow. and reservations. Wow, this man has a very impressive voice. Um, yeah, I know it's Werner Herzog, dog. Jesus Christ, he's like no the most idea. famous. Man. He's like the most famous man ever. I, I didn't realize until I had actually like looked him up. I'm so sorry. It's all good. So sorry I doubted you, sir. <laughs> People are gonna hate me because I'm talking about Werner Herzog, but my favorite thing he's done is he did a found footage supernatural movie about him finding the Loch Ness monster in a found footage movie in a found footage movie. And Jeff Goldblum stars to talk about Carl Sagan at a dinner party at one point. Okay, we can just stop the podcast now. Podcasts, po- all podcasts are over. We all need to go and watch this. Well, he's oh, making no. a fake found footage movie, but he actually finds the Loch Ness monster in it. But the twist is Werner Herzog didn't know it was fake. He thought it was real, and then it actually shows up. Yeah, he also did a remake of Nosferatu, uh, specifically for the reason that he thought it was one of the best made films of all time, and he. Uh, said that he was not going to be satisfied with his career as a director unless he was at some point able to make a film as good as Nosferatu. And his remake is better than the original. That's awesome. Holy shit, really? I bet bet you the remake pairs well with Shadow of the Vampire, which is also outstanding. Oh yeah, that that movie fucks. Um, If you put together a Shudder account, they've got both versions. They've got at this moment, all three versions of Nosferatu, and I say three because they're the silent original, which basically was lost for a long time because they didn't secure the rights to it, and Bram Stoker's widow uh, did everything in her power to get that movie destroyed. Um, Werner Herzog funded a scouring of the entire world for surviving fragmentary copies of the film and uh, financed it being spliced back together and rescored according to its original, uh, the sheet music for its original soundtrack. This happened with Metropolis and then too. Represented, yes. Um, so he reconstructed and caused the revival of that movie and then he did a remake. And uh, the uh, remastered, uh, restored version of Nosferatu is on Shutter, And the Werner Herzog uh, English version of Nosferatu is on Shudder. And the thing is, um, so he shot that thing, um, he shot that film in, I believe, in Austria, Romania, I'm not certain. But um, so the thing is, they didn't just record it there in German and then dub it. They recorded it there in German. And then once they were done shooting the scene, it was just, I was like, all right, and now again, and they, and they shot the scene in English. Oh, my God. And from everything I have, and I didn't know this, so I've seen the English version years ago, and I thought it was pretty good. But from everything I have heard, the German version is significantly better. If you can find that hmm. and watch it subtitled, 
because the it's the native language for most of the actors, so they just give better performances. Yeah, like they're more comfortable right. doing what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. So so the thing is, uh, the version on Shutter is the English language version of Werner Herzog's film. However, um, Shutter also has the Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs, where you know he what where he plays a film and periodically interrupts to comment on the making of it in the background and yada yada yadis. It's a brilliant fucking show. And the version that he has on on the last drive-in is the German language version, and is that's the only place on streaming service I know of to see the German language version at the moment. Hmm. Interesting. You know what else is a cool. good movie on Shutter? Blood mm-hmm. Vessel. Oh my god. Hmm. Oh man, I loved Better Off Ted. Right? Jesus Christ. Christ. Jesus H. Christ, Better Off Ted. Good show. Wonderful. Project Jabberwocky. Yes. <laughs> What the fuck is with this man in the smoke shop? What the fuck? Move past it. We're already past that part. <laughs> no, we're not. No, I'm hung up on this right now, sir. <laughs> Look, I just like sometimes cowboys and mummies and I think like like First Nations people would like get murdered and their body would put on display in like stores with stuff on them. And you'd be like, hey, this is a fun mannequin in the store. And they're like, nope, this is actually a corpse. The cigar store Indian was not a literal Indian, Devin. At least one was. Well, uh, I do know that in some like old horror movies, they use actual like you know schedule or whatever. Because hey, it's cheaper to buy it in from you know, abroad. Make... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pete, Pete's describing Poltergeist. That was a movie. I'm talking about like a shop in West Virginia. They got it. There's a corpse in there. Anyway. Yeah, it's not, you know, super out of the ordinary that when you, you know die, what? your body stays behind and your spirit goes to hell. Roger pulls off his fuck off wand. <laughs> no, bad, <laughs> bad, bad, Rigel. That's not within the regular system that we're using now. <laughs> not because it's wrong to kill other PCs, but because that wand is illegal now. <laughs> <laughs> Rigel pulls out his ripcord. <laughs> And partial nudity. See, the Muppet Sex and Violence. It introduced Nigel as the narrator Muppet. Did you it, do not know Muppetology? There is no way this is an actual Muppet. It was like it came oh, up before the Muppet Show did. Dog. It came up before um, Gonzo existed. The original Muppets shit. It introduced Miss Piggy. Uh, the the creator didn't want Muppets to be just for kids. Yeah, Jim so. Henson. Jim Henson was very clear about this. I'm I'm an artist, not a kids entertainer. Holy shit, there's an entire Wikipedia of this. There's so much <laughs> Muppet stuff. Shit. God damn. What the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, and it's as for saying. Time to go to the cataract, I guess. Right. And, well, unless, of course, we're going to uh, focus more on the other downtimes that I have for other people, I think that's a fair place to end it for the night. Woot. <laughs> I think I think we're good there. That's a good introduction to the hell of other people, which is what its fun little name is. (laughs) So what happened here, listeners, is a couple of things. When you get the charm to have your own hell, you have the ability to crack it open by making a roll and spending some essence to bring people in. But it's like a dozen at a time. You don't really have a lot of thorough put on that, right? But because I dumped points into having the wish power, um, how the wish works is you make a wish. I grant it. It boosts a stat on your sheet. And then there's a catch, and the catch is End of Silence gets a favor off you. And if they call that favor in and you decide not to do it, you go to hell. 
uh, you go like directly to hell. Like your corporeal body is taken into a rift into hell to be tortured forever. It's usually the hell of burrowing maggots because that's the kind of charm it is. Once you take the have your own hell charm, you can substitute charms that send you to a specific hell to your own hell. So all out of sadness did because they never call in the marker on their wishes. Like I, I just stockpiled those favors basically was just send out a, um, Oh God, what's that charm called of mine? Not, uh, not Tintinabula. No, is it Tintinabula? Yeah. Disembodied voice Tintinabula, which is a one dot charm lets you talk to your entire cult whenever you want. Just sent out a call to all of them at once telling them that they have a task. And the task was very simple listeners. It was, Go to Mount Everest and remove one human body's worth of weight of garbage. Do that in a year and a day, nothing happens. That's the favor called in. Don't do that or willingly choose not to do that. You go to the hell of other people into your pod. So anyone, so Intercidence can grant wishes by hearing a wish. So if you make a phone call to them, if they hear you over a loudspeaker or watching surveillance footage or a live stream or something and you make a wish, they can grant it and they can send you the favor and if you say no you go straight to hell but hell's the afterlife it's the ark so the entire cult booked it's kind of a genius plan to work with uh being a being an infernal in my opinion it's a, it's an elegant way to get past the bottleneck for sure um i looked at the infernal charms that there's not a lot of charms that let you uh send someone to a hell like there's like maybe four or five off the top of my head. So finding the effect and being able to substitute with your own hell changes things depending on how your hell works. Uh, right. It only takes you two to five dot charms. <laughs> Fucking right. Essence three. <laughs> yeah. You oh, got, you... oh, 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 we're going to complain that we needed essence three and uh, a pair of five dot charms to send like a significant percentage of the populace of Great Britain to hell. <laughs> We have a fucking break. The fucking that'll Brexit have, happened. That'll ha- yeah no Brexit has definitely happened here. Um, that'll have some effects on other people's downtimes, which we will get into with the next episode.